When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm joined by a very tanned Gareth A. Davis today. How are you? I'm looking like a lobster, you mean. I have been out in that sun for two days, paddleboarding and cycling, and maybe overdone it a little bit. <laughs> um, I'd like to hasten to add, I haven't overdone the cigarettes and the tequila in the last couple of days either. Um, it's amazing. On IFL TV, you have a tequila and a cigarette during an interview in the evening, like any normal person would outside a pub. And yet, because you're doing it at home, there's something wrong with you? Hello. <laughs> what are you on today? Costa Coffee. You're not allowed to advertise. I've covered it up. I covered the label up for you. Um, Gareth, what did you make of uh, the weekend where we saw Hamza Shiraz headline for the first time and come away with a brilliant stoppage win, but did get put down once in a process? What did you make of his performance? Yeah, he's got world class power, but we don't know if we don't know if he's got world class skills yet. He's definitely an exciting prospect. You know, he's got the, the reach and range of a, of a Tommy Hearns. Um, he's not a Tommy Hearns yet, but he's definitely one of the most exciting prospects in British boxing because of that incredible power he's got. You know, he's got that tucked up guard. Doesn't He's very simple as a boxer. And maybe I mean that in a positive way, um, but he did, he did a job. I like the fact he trains in America. He's committed to the cause. Frank's, Frank Warren's right behind him. Yeah, I think he did a good job. Uh, you can't fault it, but he showed that he's vulnerable as well. And he'll be able to have something to work on now as well. Um, but, you know, he, he's progressing nicely. There's nothing wrong with being put down. It happens to every boxer, you know. Um, I like him. I, I really like him. You know, he's got a bit of grit about him. Good performance. And Dennis McCann, first time at a, a new weight. Um, James Beach Jr., no one has an easy night against him, but Dennis... Uh proved otherwise on Saturday night. Dennis has got massive speed. He's got traveller in his genes, doesn't he? I mean, he's always up for a fair fight, so to speak. He's a terrific character. He's getting the platform. Again, very impressive. He's a very impressive, very young, 
man. He's got his whole family behind him. You know, you've met them all. We nearly ended up on a few nights out with them. Um, he's a great character and, you know, he's, it's going to be great to watch his progress, you know. Um, and he, he crabs well, if I can put it that way, like Pacquiao did, like, like Usyk does in many ways. He's got beautiful lateral movement. Um, and he's always looking for angles and he's really confident, living the life, terrific character, handsome, low, bags of personality. It, it, again, doing nothing wrong and just doing all the right things. Yeah, that was uh, the weekend's action uh, from the BT Sport Card. Uh, Gareth, last time we spoke, obviously, the main point of discussion was Chris Eubank Jr. and Connor Ben. Um, you had said the fight was signed. Connor came back to you underneath our video and said, that isn't the truth, though, is it? Um, and we're hearing it's very close to happening, Ben and Eubank Jr. So what was your initial reaction when you saw that post from Connor to you? Well, I took a lot of flack for, for kind of coming out with it. And I, I got it from a very strong source, someone who I trust and value in the sport. And um, I stick by it. They are trying to make the fight. There's no question about it. Obviously, you know, I imagine they're looking at rehydration clauses and the catch weights and all those things. And people are saying, oh, Eubank shouldn't lose too much weight at his age, in his early 30s. And, and Ben's giving away too much like Khan did against uh, Canelo and Brooke did against Golovkin. But, you know, this is as big a fight as those were. Um, you know, it's very exciting. I really hope the fights get, fight gets made. There is a tentative kind of um, move to let us know that there may be a press conference this Thursday or Friday. It might be that uh, with Matchroom. Um, it could fall apart at the, at the 11th hour. You never know. But I do think that they are really seriously looking to make this fight. And it's one that will capture the imagination, as I said last week to you, Umar, of the British public. And I think most people will tune in and enjoy it. Um, it's a very tough fight for Conor Ben. It's, uh, it's a jeopardy fight for Chris Eubank. It's family ties. It's blood. Dads will be involved. It's 30 years on. I remember when the two dads fought 30 years ago because I was around then. And, you know, I hope it happens. Um, I hope it hasn't hit a stumbling block at the final hour. But I think we may well get it this week, if not next. OK, OK. Um, looks like Deontay Wilder is set to return, Gareth, to the heavyweight division. How exciting is that? Uh, really exciting. We don't want Deontay Wilder to go anywhere yet. There's three massive fights out there for him. Anthony Joshua. Well, four. Anthony Joshua, Alexander Usyk, Dillian White, and uh, Derek Chisora. Joe Joe. No, no, I'm joking. Not <laughs> Derek Chisora. He's fighting Robert Hellenius, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and Hellenius will prove difficult for a few rounds, and I think Wilder, when he lands, will knock him out. Um, but I do think a Dillian White fight, an Anthony Joshua fight, who else was I think? And a Joe Joyce fight would be fantastic for Deontay before he hangs them up. I think he should come and fight over here. This is where to be at the moment. Errol Spence and Terence Crawford, if you can ask me about that, is looking like it might get made in November. Those are all the noises from America. But does that even sell out the T-Mobile Arena? Does it sell out the MGM Grand? It's a massive fight. Yeah, surely. Surely. Well, surely, yes. But, you know, is it a mainstream crossover fight? Neither of those guys really promotes hard. They're brilliant characters. They've got amazing narratives, but does it really touch the mainstream? Are they going to be on the Kim, Jimmy Kimmel show? Are they going to be on 
USA, um, you know, whatever the morning program is in, in America? I don't think so, but we'd love to see the fight. Conor Ben and Chris Eubank Jr. will probably do more numbers than them. You know, that's my feeling about it. Do you think America so? really? is looking for a space in the caveat that Floyd Mayweather left and Manny Pacquiao left and has taken, been taken by Canelo, was taken briefly by Andre Ward. They are, come over here, to, that's my point is, come over here and fight Deontay because every one of those three fights I mentioned is a stadium fight. Gareth, Spencer and Crawford, though, you put them together, do you not think that touches slightly into the casual market, the general sports fan in America? Well, I hope so, but I'm, I'm not sure it does. We said touches slightly, yeah, maybe. It's a very crowded sports and entertainment landscape in America. Look how difficult it was when John Terry Wilder was defending the world title 11 times to get big numbers to a massive event. It wasn't until the Tyson Fury crossover the trilogy of fights with him, that Deontay Wilder became more of a name. And it was because those two names were brought together. I hope, look, Terence Crawford, let's be honest, we've been talking about this for four years. Terence Crawford and Errol Spence should have had a trilogy by now, you know? It's frustrating. It's really just as frustrating as Ryan Garcia to talk about the weekend and preempt your questions. You know, he calls out Tank Davis. I did an interview them myself. On Zoom, I love Ryan. He's amazing. He's an amazing young character. Nine million, nine point eight million Instagram followers, and he, he fights in the end at one hundred and forty pounds, not one hundred and thirty-five. And he calls out Tank at one hundred and forty. Come on, you know, don't tease us and then disappoint us. You know, and it's it's just fight him at one hundred and thirty-five pounds. It's a major fight major fight you know and that fight does a big stadium or a big venue vegas madison square garden he's got the crossover he could be the guy he could be the guy that ignites people to come and watch him against all these names who we know are brilliant devon haney the cambosos if it's at 140 um tank davis vasil lomachenko you know make the fights make them at the right weight get them done boom just finally, um, we still have an announcement yet for the UK broadcast for Usyk Joshua 2. Heavily reported that it's going to be on Sky Sports box office. I've but, already uh, reported it. It's Sky Sports box office. <laughs> we haven't had an official announcement look, yet. It's a soft, look, look, it's a soft launch because they know they've lost Joshua um, and it's they're not crowing about it given, you know, the, the relationship to Zone have having signed Joshua. But Again, the sources I have, and it's kind of been verified afterwards without it being announced officially that it's Sky Sports box office. Still run by Matchroom. Um, and we're just getting our credential documents to fill out now to go to that. Um, I've even got the running order in Fight Week. Have you got that yet? No, I haven't. I haven't yeah. seen it. No. It's the usual thing. Media night on a Monday, workouts on a Tuesday, press conference on a Wednesday. Um, I'll find it here. Yeah. Thursday, some kind of media dinner. Friday, way in. Saturday, boom. Come on, Joshua. Do what you can do. I just had a chat to Fraser Clark, actually. He said he's spent a long time with him up in Loughborough during camp, and AJ's in a great place. 
we wanted to see him again. They flew out a couple of days ago, didn't they? Yesterday, they yeah. flew out to Loughborough, uh, from Loughborough to Saudi. Saudi, the team. Looking forward to getting out there now, looking forward to getting on it. Just don't want to get any redder than I am. Because <laughs> well, it's going to be this temperature out there, isn't it? <laughs> luckily, you've got four weeks till uh, we go to Saudi. So, yeah, yeah. you can get yeah. rid of that redness in them four weeks. Gareth, appreciate <laughs> your time. And uh, I'm sure we'll speak once Ben Eubank Jr. is official, all right? Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Cheers, Umar. Sports Social Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. Exploreminnesota.com slash live.